Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And today we have with us a new guest. A special guest. Our good friend, Katrina. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell yourself. Tell, tell, yourself. tell yourself about yourself. <laughs> or tell all, tell all of us about yourself. Do I even know myself? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. Today on our philosophy podcast, we delve deeper into this subject. Um, yeah, what do you, you can tell us, you know, what you study or why you, why you chose today's movie. Um, I study uh, biomedical science and business at McMaster. But, <laughs> oh my Ashley's god. Ashley's like shocked. <laughs> I know. I are little art students. <laughs> we always get someone smarter than us on our yeah. show as, as guests. <laughs> Wow, but I mean, like, I don't really, really know anything about movies, so maybe I'm not smart in this field. I think our problem is we know too much about movies and, and not little about, about important stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's actually super impressive. What does that mean uh, for us? Drug discovery. Drug discovery? Yeah. Like, like drugs. Like pharmaceutical discovery. drugs? Not pharmaceutical drugs. Oh. Not illicit oh. drugs, but you mean, like, maybe. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I'm in college too, why am I not going on any drug discoveries of my own? I, th- I feel like it's about time. Um, but good for you, Kat. That sounds really cool, actually. Yeah, but I watch uh, rom-coms every Friday with my mom. Oh. oh. So Amy was like, oh, like, you want to watch a bad rom-com one day with your mom? <laughs> like, so I watched Swept Away. Oh, and here I am now. We, we barely finished the movie because we didn't like it, but we were like, gotta do the podcast, so let's watch the whole thing. Yeah. And see how the bad ending is, too, because, you know, cliffhanger is so, like, wow. <laughs> we really want to see what happens. So, you said you meant, you watched this with your mom? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, we'll get into it uh, a little bit more in detail later, but uh, that's really unfortunate, is all I'll say. <laughs> Has your mom ever heard of this movie before you watched it together, sadly? Nah, nah. Oh. <laughs> but she's, like, okay with all, like, the sex scenes and everything in the movie, right? Which yeah. there are a lot of. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. a cool mom. Yeah. My mom? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was watching a... Oh, I don't remember what. I was watching some movie... <laughs> oh god, I was watching the picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, the one with Colin Firth? And Ben Barnes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh that should be on our podcast Oh, next. it was awful. Um, but my brother had to do, like, some sort of breakdown of the movie, so uh, my mom was like, let's all watch it together. <laughs> oh, no. Family movie, so much fun. Didn't realize it was a porno. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's so much sex in that movie. It's, um... For anyone out there that's thinking, hey, I kind of want to do like a nice family movie with my <laughs> my good family that I'm not quite close enough to talk about sex with, um, like don't choose Dorian Gray. It's uh, my mom was like looking over at my dad like half the movie, like should we turn this off? <laughs> I don't want to watch this with my kids. <laughs> but didn't your brother read the book before? You or your brother, right? My brother, yeah. Right. I didn't, I don't know what the book is, but my brother had to read the book for an assignment. But the thing about the book is the book is about Dorian Gray, who is, like, a sinner, straight up. <laughs> so I, I feel like your brother would have been like, actually, guys, like, I can watch this one on my own. <laughs> what? He didn't even warn us. He <laughs> got no warning. Oh, so man. that was an uh, awful experience. So, uh, long story short, I would not watch this with my mom. 
so I applaud. Can I tell you a, a, a mom story mm-hmm. about a, a movie I watch with my mom and my sister and my stepdad Ooh. all together as a family? Ooh. So I watched the movie Vacation, which is like a spin-off sequel to the National Lampoon's Vacation series with Chevy Chase. And Anyways, so there's this one part. It's about this family who goes on a road trip, right? So they're staying at, there's this one part where they're staying at a motel and the kid is like chilling by the jacuzzi outside and his dad comes over and he's like, oh, hey, you want to, you know, hit the hay now? It's getting late, blah, blah, blah. And he's like... I don't know what the whole conversation was, but it ends with the dad going like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to give you a little kiss goodnight. I'm just going to give you a, and I think he thought that rim job meant kiss because you kiss with like the rim of your lips or some stupid shit like that. So he's like, I'm just going to give my little baby boy a, a rim job out here. <laughs> and this random dude comes walking out to use the jacuzzi and then he hears that and he immediately turns away and and walks away and I hear on the other end of the couch my stepdad being like yo what's a rim job to my mom and my mom was like basically the definition that she gave was a BJ and I didn't want to correct her and be like no because that would reveal too much about myself to my own mother so I was just like uh huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What's that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was okay. I have little cousins, and um, we they came over for Easter, and for some reason they were talking about Barney, which they're not <laughs> young enough to be still watching Barney. Is that still on? I don't know. Didn't he go to jail at some point? Holy he shit! Did he? Oh, I think right. I heard something I remember, about this. Yeah, I remember hearing that in elementary school. Everyone was like, Barney went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so somehow the topic of Barney came up, and um, my dad and my uncle were talking, uh, still about it. This was like after the, the, the little the little cousins had gone off to do something else, and my dad and my, my uncle were still talking about Barney. And then they were, my uncle was like, oh yeah, like I was just realized that one of the, the characters' name, not Barney, but like the yellow boy dinosaur okay. with Converse. <laughs> right. <laughs> if y'all remember him. Um, his name is... BJ? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And my dad, I was like talking with them, right? It was my dad, my uncle, and me. And then my dad was like, ooh, that's not good because of what that stands for. (laughs) I didn't know whether to laugh and acknowledge that I knew what that meant. (laughs) I decided against it and just kind of walked away. Um, so I love having conversations with my family about this. So I just looked it up, and I don't know if the Barney going to jail thing is true or not, but Barney got cancelled September 18th, 2009, which is way past the day that I thought it got (laughs) cancelled. And it started, it premiered in 1992, so that's 17 years where they let this, like, yellow dinosaur with Converse just let himself be called BJ. (laughs) And no one said a thing. They were like, hey, Barney, like, I know he's your friend, but could you get another friend? Or possibly use his whole name? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not good. Yeah, these kids gonna be rolling up with I love BJ t-shirts on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's wild, though. Did you laugh? Oh, no, I walked away. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, uh, to think about it... That's kind of even more suspicious. That, yeah, that's even I more mean, conspicuous <laughs> than just laughing like I was there. Anyway, 
We love that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're new here, we're Bad Movie Sunday. Basically, we watch bad movies so you don't have to. Uh, we break them down, we roast them. We toast them. We have a lot of fun. And uh, we hope you enjoy this episode as much as you can, this being the movie that it is, Ooh. unfortunately. <laughs> it was eh, awful. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think this is our worst one yet. And I don't just mean the ones that we've released. We've done like 20 or 30 actual episodes, and this is by far the worst out of all of them. Oh, yeah. We... Uh, it, it's probably not a good goal, but I guess on a bad movie podcast, one of our goals is to find some of the worst, if not the worst movie out there. I think the, I think we did it. I think <laughs> we, we struck gold with this one, Ooh. metaphorically. <laughs> we struck dried up dino poo with yeah. this one. It's not gold at all. We struck something. We struck that ring that that bitch threw in the in the in the ocean at, at the, the end, end of the Titanic. What? <laughs> immediately thought to to Titanic and also the Britney Spears song where she's like, but I thought the old woman dropped it in the ocean at the end of the movie. Do you know that? She did drop it in the ocean. No, but I mean the Britney Spears song. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Like that. I don't know. She has this voiceover about the thing from Titanic and I'm like, well, girl, what's that gotta do? <laughs> I feel like Rose from Titanic and Pepe from this movie would get along because they Who both... Who the fuck is Pepe? <laughs> oh! <laughs> The I main literally did guy. not know. <laughs> There's only like two men in this movie, and I did not know his name until right this moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He does have like four different versions of his name, though. Yeah, like, they call she him, him Pee Pee. Was, <laughs> was Giuseppe or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, basically, his full name is Giuseppe, fucking whatever. I don't know his last name. <laughs> um, and he wants people to call him Pepe. Madonna ends up calling him Pee Pee. <laughs> some people also call him Guido. So yeah, it kind of just whatever goes for this guy. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think Rose from Titanic and Pepe, the main guy from this movie, would get along splendidly. They both love throwing away expensive jewelry. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Rose from Titanic and Madonna from this movie, because they're just like both rich. They're just both <laughs> yeah. rich AF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. both rich AF that were. Oh my! Hang on. Ooh, oh, hang conspiracy? on. Ooh. Let's get into this. Shook. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, there's more connections than that, right? Uh-huh. They're both Rose from Titanic, Madonna from this movie. They're both rich, although, like, Rose was nice. Yeah. Madonna, kind of a bitch. But they're <laughs> both, like, rich people. Right? On a boat. On a boat that are, like, previously engaged to some other person or, like, with some other guy. They meet a poorer guy, <gasps> have, like, a little affair. Oh, and my then God. Somebody throws some uh, jewelry in the ocean at the end. This is <laughs> worse Titanic. This is oh, the worst no. Titanic possible. And there's a shipwreck, sort of. This one's like a little dingy ah. life raft wreck, but like, still. You know what? I'm actually shook at this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I thought it was bad on its own, but now that I know that it's a ripped off <laughs> Titanic. It's somehow even worse. Oh, no. I thought we hit bottom with this one, but we took a shovel and we kept going. Oh, so. we hit that iceberg and we just kept scraping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, um, we have a little bit of background information for you before we get into this movie. So, it's called Swept Away. I have a summary from IMDb. It says, a snooty socialite is stranded on a Mediterranean island with a communist sailor. That doesn't really give a whole lot of detail but also it sums up the movie pretty accurately because nothing happens in this movie uh-huh uh-huh also they did like say like a sentence about communism 
But I wouldn't say he's a communist <laughs> sailor. That sounds very like he's part of some military. You know what I mean? It sounds very definitive for something. We don't really know him that well, even though we've watched him for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> we just know he's kind of a dick. Actually, he's like a lot a dick. Everyone in this movie, I don't think there's one good character in this movie. That I was actually rooting for. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a good thing when you're making a movie, by the way. Especially a movie about two people who are stranded on an island together. Like, I didn't care if they got off the island. I was just like, die there, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end, they didn't even really care if they got off the yeah. island, to be honest. Um, also, Doesn't Help in this movie is directed by Guy Ritchie, um, who doesn't have, mm, let's say, a great track record with movies. <laughs> you know what? Some of his movies are good. I saw Snatch recently. That was a well-directed movie. I am a fan of his Sherlock Holmes series. Might be a little biased because Robert Downey Jr. is in them. <laughs> and I will literally watch anything for him, including Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I thought King Arthur was decent. I really liked the score and the main guy. It was not bad. Uh-huh. Um, but I wouldn't... But he has done a couple... Mediocre? Mediocre. Would you say? Movies. Okay, that's you know. fair. I'm actually kind of shook because I looked up a list of his movies right now and he directed the new Aladdin movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> oh. Why are they getting all these amazing directors and wasting them on remakes of uh, Disney movies that were amazing when they were the original animation and now they're like really watered down into just nothingness with the yeah. CGI animation? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. They wasted Guy Ritchie, they wasted Jon Favreau on two of them. I love Jon Favreau. He directed Elf in Iron Man 1 and 2. What did he um, do for, for Disney? He did The Jungle Book, and he's doing uh, The Lion King. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. and uh, did Tim Burton do Dumbo? <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know where they get off on... I think what they want to do is extend the their 80-year thing yeah. that they have on the yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by making these movies, but I'm like, you know what? You can not do that. Plus, like, now, like, the new generation of kids, I feel like, like, these live-action movies are gonna be the movies that they have seen. I was talking with my little cousin, uh, like, I don't know, a year ago, whenever the Beauty and the Beast movie came out. Ew, God. Why does everyone want to fuck the Beast? <laughs> Why does everyone want to fuck the Beast? That is, is what astounds me about them making these live action movies because like we already know there are people who want to like fuck nala from the lion king like when she was in 2d animation now she's gonna come out in 3d animation like <laughs> so many more people are anyways that uh, i'm getting off topic oh what were you saying about your little cousin basically we were talking about beauty and the beast and uh, she was like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. i love the emma watson and i was like oh in the remake and she's like no just in beauty and the beast and i'm like have you like, not seeing the original Beauty and the Beast? And she's like, no, I just saw the, the new one that came out this... I'm like, what? So I guess, like, kids now are just gonna watch the the new remake versions, not the original 2D animated versions. How old is your cousin? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think she's, like, 13 now? Oh, shit! I thought she would be, like, 6 or some shit! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been introducing my sister who's like 11 or something, to some of the uh, 2D animated movies that I like that maybe mm. a lot of people like don't 
It's not that they don't like, but they're kind of underrated, like Brother Bear. Oh and, my god. You know, I have stuff a whole like last list of underrated <laughs> movies we could talk about. <laughs> I don't think she's ever seen The Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> Shrek came up on Netflix and she's like, I've never seen Shrek. And I'm like, what <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're lying to my face. Otherwise, you're disowned. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, all those, like, uh, underrated Disney movies. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Atlantis. Atlantis. Treasure Planet. Oof! Hidden gem. That was okay. Treasure Planet is one of my favorite. Which Disney is the movies. one with Michael J. Fox? Is that Treasure Planet or is that? No, Atlantis? that's with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ah, uh, oh, really? Joseph, Joe Gorley. Whatever we call him. <laughs> Joe Gorley. <laughs> that's like the worst. Like J Lo. Joe Gorley. <laughs> if I made a D and D character right now, his name would be Joe Gorley. <laughs> persuasion on anything <laughs> no charisma brute strength that's oh it oh my god i love wait i love this character. <laughs> i'm doing a dnd campaign next or this week um really? i need a character jagorle <laughs> but he's like actually super handsome because joseph gordon love it he oh just <laughs> has no charisma or persuasion that's that's all that's wrong with him he has a lot of athletic ability because mm-hmm. we know jgl mm. was in Premium Rusher, the one where you have to like ride a bike for two yeah. hours. Yeah, oh my god, I saw that movie so many times. <laughs> anyway, Jigorle, you're welcome. Yeah, Jigorle. <laughs> Did so well in Treasure Planet. I didn't even know it was him until I looked it up afterwards. Damn, I didn't know until right now. Oh my god. So, anyway, great movie. Loved it. So <laughs> underrated. <laughs> Man, what were we even talking about? Doesn't even matter. Let's talk about Treasure Planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should probably talk about this movie as much as we kind of don't want to. Yep. So swept away, man. Man. So Kat, when I sent you a list of all these rom-coms that I think you would like, not knowing that Swept Away was like this, uh, what made you, uh, what drew you to it? What made you pick that one? I don't know. I kind of like those, like, uh, shipwreck movies. It's like something romantic about it. You know, you think the people are going to, like, fall in love and live together and then they'll, like, be rescued and then they'll, like, stay together. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you a big fan of Titanic? I don't know if I've seen it, actually. Oh. Have you seen that new um, shipwreck movie with Anna Faris and... Um, what? I think it's a shipwreck movie. I'm overboard. It's a remake of an earlier one, uh, kind of like Swept Away is. Oh, damn. And um, she crashes her yacht into some guy's island or something? Or a guy crashes his <laughs> yacht into her oh. island or something like that. But it's... Uh, the roles are switched from the original. So if in the mm. original he crashed into her, then she in this one crashes into him. Okay. Um, and she like wakes up with no memory of who she is. So the guy's like, "Oh, uh, you my wife." Oh <laughs> So I'm just putting it into perspective. If we thought that this movie was bad, there are movies that maybe are on par with okay. it, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, like, clenching your butt right now, (laughs) Ashley. Yeah, there's a little clenchage. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I was kind of expecting all these, like, shipwreck movies would be decent. 
Mm. At least. Have you seen any good ones that maybe you could recommend instead of this one to our listeners? Or even like uh, romantic movies that you like that don't necessarily have to be ship- shipwreck. Better I feel like I yeah. haven't seen any shipwreck ones that are good actually. I don't know what <laughs> made me think that it would be good because it was shipwreck. <laughs> I've completely changed that now. This movie has ruined that for me. Never watching any more shipwreck ones. But so you're not planning on watching the Anna Ferris one that I just <laughs> told you about? Nah, that girl. Or sounds kind of Chipmunks movie, Chipwrecked. Oh no, my no. god! Do they fall in love with each other? Are the Chipmunks? They're like all together. You know, they're all pairing off. Right? <laughs> Am I, like, hallucinating, or in the second Chipmunks movie, did they get, like, these chipettes with, like, huge tits? Oh, yeah, 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 girl. Oh, okay. And then in this movie, they get shipwrecked, they sing a bunch of pop songs for some reason, and they all get together. It's great. <laughs> like, it's not, but it's great. I feel like it's better than this one still, though. Yeah. So, are rom-coms, like, your favorite type of movie? Yeah. Uh, mainly, I like the, like, older... Rom-coms, like the 1950s films. Okay, so uh, you said you like Catherine Hepburn or Audrey Hepburn? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any of her movies that you'd want to recommend? I think I liked, um, what was it called? She went to some fashion week or something. Oh, is that, um, the, is that Funny Face? Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. That was okay, yeah. And, um... What is his name? Fred Astaire? Yeah, Fred yes, Astaire. Yes, there we go. So that's a, a recommendation from our own Katrina. If you'd like to watch yeah. a, a watch movie that is your mom. It's, it's mom safe. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just some singing, nothing else. Nothing more than that. Maybe some, some kissing? Maybe some kissing. Nothing more than that. <laughs> Unlike this movie, um, which I think Amy mentioned before, this is a remake of the 1974 Italian movie, also called mm-hmm. Swept Away. Um, and fun fact, the guy that plays Pepe, the main dude in this movie, is the son of the guy that played Pepe in the original movie. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool fact. So this is Adriano Giannini, is that right? And then his father was Giancarlo Giannini? I don't know. Cat, you're Italian. Does that sound right? Do those sound like names? Yeah, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I got the stamp of approval. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Can I tell you perhaps the most pathetic thing I've ever done? Recently, exactly 27 days ago, I downloaded Duolingo. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) 27 days ago? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, what language are you learning? Oh, I'm a... I'm doing French because we're in Canada, we have to learn French in school, and I always liked it, but I never continued with it, mm-hmm. so now I want to continue with it. Nice. Um, and I do speak Spanish, but I'm just, like, doing it to sort of practice, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So those are the ones I have. Oh, nice. Yeah, you? Um, I started learning Italian. <laughs> oh! Ooh! No, no, In theory, um, because... And that's not the pathetic part, because Italian's like a really beautiful language. Um, the reason I started doing it is because I saw... It's <laughs> because I saw the movie Only You, with Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. And of what course. the movie is about 
is she Marissa Tomei goes to Italy to find her soulmate. That's actually a really good rom com. You should oh. well, it's I mm, it's fine. <laughs> you should watch it, cat. But she goes to Italy to find her soulmate, and it turns out she finds this guy with the name of her soulmate, and the guy is Robert Downey Jr., but then it turns out there's some, some mix-ups happening along the way, and then he can speak Italian, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's hot. So <laughs> I downloaded Duolingo 27 days ago after I watched the movie. Why am I... Just in case I run into young Robert Downey Jr. on the streets of Venice one day, in case that's an option. I'm Why dead. I'm not at all surprised that the reason you downloaded Duolingo was for Robert Downey Jr. I would do anything for him, mm. including have this fucking Duolingo owl come to my house and shoot me after I don't do my practices. Oh for Rod Dowju? Rod Dowju! Is that the twin brother to uh, Joe Boylan? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> But Radaju so much. Ooh. Amp it up to one hondo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and one can only tell a lie and one can only tell the truth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> DM would get so annoyed at me because I'm doing all the riddles now. DM kills off one of them. We still have one more. Ooh. What's he gonna do? Kill off the other one and his whole campaign? The campaign is nothing without I forgot both of their names are Jigarlo. Jigorle and Dowger. Just combine their names with even more confusing. I can't possibly say that again because I don't remember. Let's just move on from this. Hey, if any of you guys are doing D&D campaigns soon. Feel free to steal those. Either one. We just came up with your whole characters for you. So, like every other episode, we do have a savior for you, if you will, a drinking game. Uh, for this week's drink, what we have is the sex on the beach. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure y'all can guess why we have that today. Mm -hmm. Let me just pull out the recipe and I'll tell you how to make it. So you can, uh, if you choose to watch this, which we don't blame you if you don't, but if you choose to, you can uh, drink along with us. And if you don't want to drink along, 
uh, to the movie, then you can drink along to our podcast, and we'll just tell you drink whenever we have points, and whenever we go over one of them, we'll just uh, tell you when. So, first you're going to need vodka, you're going to need peach schnapps, you're going to need orange juice, and you're going to need cranberry juice, and you're going to need an orange, and you're going to need ice, and a glass. <laughs> that was uh, more ingredients than I thought. <laughs> so what you do is you fill your glass with ice cubes. Soup's simple. Start them off real simple. Then you're going to need 40 milliliters of vodka, 20 of peach schnapps, 40 of orange juice, and 40 of cranberry juice. Then you're gonna stir it gently and garnish with an orange slice. And that's mm. your sex on the beach. Hell yeah. I feel like, okay, because every episode we come up with some sort of uh, a drink. We Google some sort of drink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that has to do with the movie. So it's like got a theme to it. Um, and some of them eh, relate more to the movie than taste good. <laughs> <laughs> But this one is one of my favorite drinks. It's very good. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only one we ever get when we go out. Yeah, it's all I get. <laughs> yeah, I tried it last time. It was really good. Yeah. Um, so we also have some points that you can drink along to. And uh, I guess we will just go back and forth. If I can think of some on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first one is whenever Madonna gets Pepe's name wrong. Or just calls Pepe mm. by a different name. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'll say every time Pepe goes into the kitchen and complains about Madonna to the chef. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, when she was like, oh, like, I want my drink chilled or something. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, my God. She, oh, my God. She, I hate, oh, <laughs> I'm getting heated. <laughs> I haven't even started the breakdown. Man. Uh, my next one um, is whenever they catch a sea creature. That makes it sound like they're going to catch... Like the Kraken, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean like crabs and yeah. like fish. Like a lot more octopus than I expected yeah. off the shore of an island, Can you know? Can you eat raw octopus? Or do I you have to cook it first? I didn't see them cooking anything in this movie. Huh. Like, they were kind of eating a lot of raw fish. Yo, like... Even like straight from the water? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like gobble it down. Um... Okay, my next one, every time they have sex on the beach, because, you know, shout out to our drink. Ooh. Yeah, also a lot. <laughs> and my last one is whenever Madonna calls Pepe master. Oh, oh God. Um, love that. Kat, do you have any that you'd like to add? Things that just happen a lot in the in the movie? I think when, when she asks him for, like, food or something, like... Oh, Give me okay. something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like, nah, like... Like on the boat or when they get to the island? Or both? Oh, both. Okay. Like whenever she's, like, begging for something. Yeah. Oh, whenever she begs. Yeah, begging. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big part Begging of at movie. his feet, like, <laughs> making him her master. His... Making him her master. Yeah. How about just, like, every time... If you want to just do one of these, you can do just every time your butt clenches. Ooh, ooh. Out ooh, of, like, yeah. ugh, like, you're cringing so hard. Yeah. Human centipede yourself. Yeah, if you do all of these, you're going to get real drunk, especially because you can't taste the alcohol in the sex on the beach. Oh, so, they're so good. Um, I know. <laughs> Pick one, maybe just every time you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to get them, like, to the hospital, though. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, that's This movie much. got me to the hospital. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Telling lies on our pure podcast? Can't believe you. Oh, you must be the one that only tells lies, huh? Jagorle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 
We're just like developing these characters. Wow, <laughs> you're gonna have so much to work with. Oh, I know. I have to fill out that character sheet. <laughs> okay. Um, so now we're gonna go into the movie scene by scene, break it down a little bit for you. There for... will be spoilers. Not that anything happens in the movie. There kind of aren't any spoilers. In the movie. <laughs> Not that you're gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> yes. I kind of um don't want you to watch it because I don't want you to go through this. That's yeah. why on this podcast we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. <laughs> oh, our tagline Ooh. so good. <laughs> so this movie starts off with a bunch of people boarding a plane from. Somewhere to somewhere, mm-hmm. some Italian, some Italian, <laughs> some European place, either Italy or Greece or whatever. They got on a cruise ship, and we're introduced to our kind of main characters for now, which are this prissy ass wife who's her Madonna. Her name is Amber, but we're probably just gonna call her Madonna. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard the name Amber yeah. come up in this movie ever. <laughs> uh, Madonna. And her husband. And they're all, like, super rich, super pretentious, super I'm better than you, those kinds of that people. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a little bit of foreshadowing in the beginning where once they get on this ship, they're all kind of, like, settled in. Which, of course, it's, like, this, like, gorgeous yacht. And Madonna's, like, oh, my, it's, like, a peasant ship. And I'm, like, <laughs> oh, my God, I hate Girl. her. <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, a little bit of foreshadowing going on uh, at the beginning. Where they're all settled in on the ship and they're talking over dinner about what they'd do if they ended up on a deserted island. Oh, which yeah, is a little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> this is not subtle at all. It just kind of smacks you in the face with it. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, I feel like a lot of good foreshadowing, you don't know it's foreshadowing until the actual event comes up, you know? Yeah, or until you go back and watch it a second time if you're so inclined because the movie is actually good. (laughs) And you realize, oh, it was there all along. But this movie is just like, hey, what would you do if you got shipwrecked on a deserted island? And it's like, what? I mean, I guess we'll see because that's literally in the summary here. So We also get introduced to one of the ship's workers, I guess, uh, Pepe. Who does not get along with Madonna at all. Because he's like, I, I don't know, he mentions that he's poor at some point. Or he doesn't even mention it. He just works on the ship and she's just treating him super badly yeah. the whole time. Yeah. We do, okay, I will say this movie was awful. Like, so bad. Like, so bad. We found a boys. We found the worst one. <laughs> but in the beginning, I didn't think it was going to be nearly as bad as it was. Because they did actually have a couple genuinely funny scenes in the beginning that I like you know it got a little bit of a chuckle out of me Mm -hmm. so I wrote uh, I wrote down some scenes in the beginning that I actually quite liked and I was like you know what like I like this movie it's gonna be we don't even like you know it's gonna be one of those episodes on bad movie Sunday where we actually like the movie oh yeah wow I love Uh, how wrong so naive yeah (laughs) so I really like the scene where uh basically not a ton happens at this point. <laughs> yeah. But most of the beginning is just Madonna and Pepe, like, not getting along. That's pretty much the intro. Um, so Madonna will, like... Snap her fingers at him, and he will not have that at all. So he, like, bursts into the kitchen at one point, <laughs> and he's, like, talking to the cooks. Take, take a, a drink. Take a shot. Um, and he says to them, he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill that fucking bitch with a kitchen knife. And the chefs are, like, both laughing, and they both, like, take out kitchen knives <laughs> and put them on the table for him. And I love that! <laughs> I mean, I get that. Oh, that you should—you could also drink every time he calls her a bitch. 
Because that's like every sentence that comes out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Get in the hospital with that. Oh, God. Um, Another kind of great scene, which I think it was great because I wanted it to happen at this point. And you're using that term very loosely. Great. Great for this movie. Right. We just want to put that in context for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very important. So this whole, you like hate Madonna's character up until this point. And at this point in the movie, little naive me really liked Pepe as a character. I was like, I was rooting for him. I wanted him to to do well. So of course, like Madonna's like just being a a bitch to Pepe this whole time. Um, Like making him do stuff and taking food back and blah, blah, blah. She was awful. Um, So there's a scene where the Madonna and the people that she's with, which I guess is her family or her friends, mm-hmm. um, they're eating on the deck, and Madonna doesn't like the food, so she, like, tells Pepe, like, take this food back, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Pepe, like, takes the food from her and dumps it on her head. That was pretty good. And pushes oh, her off yeah. the boat and tries to fight the husband. <laughs> and, like, you knew it was, like, a daydream. But it was so satisfying oh, that yeah. I... Loved it at this point. <laughs> he said some shit like, now Pepe's in charge. <laughs> As he has his fists up. Um, so I love that. Maybe that was foreshadowing too. Future Pepe that was in charge. Oh my oh. god. Oh. We didn't even catch that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really pay attention enough to catch anything that happened in the first or second hour of this movie. I mean, I noticed they were having sex on the beach. I did notice that. And he was calling her a bitch. Yeah, he did a lot of things over and over again. Couldn't help but notice mm-hmm. those two. So one night, the, all the people are, are playing cards downstairs. And one of the people, I guess, leaves a bag of cocaine in the bathroom. And the captain of the ship finds it, shows it to Pepe. Um, but he's like, he's like, the captain's going to take the cocaine like a idiot. You're driving the ship, dude. Literally? <laughs> He's the only captain. It's like a crew of five people. He doesn't have a co-captain or a midnight captain or a nighttime captain, whatever you call it. It's him. He's it's, the captain. It's him. And there, I don't think there's no autopilot on these ships, is there? Unless I'm wrong. I'm no sailor. But I feel like it's a bad idea for the captain of a ship to, like, do anything except drive the ship. <laughs> of course. Yeah. He, like, finds this cocaine and he, like, shows it to Pepe and he's like, hey, you want some? I'm going to take some. Pepe's like... What the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he like takes it from the captain. Um, I just gotta, I gotta mention this one line because this was another little chuckle line that okay. I gotta. I, I mean, actually we, have, we better mention those uh, so the audience doesn't feel obligated to go and watch them for themselves. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> There's much more worse with this movie than these couple little chuckles that still don't make it worth it to watch. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, when Pepe takes the cocaine away from the captain, the captain's like, fuck you, I would have gone to the moon and had an orgy. Like, talking about, like... I love her accent. Oh, thanks, I don't. <laughs> of, like, the, the trip he would take. Um, <laughs> Pepe's response is, I don't want to have an orgy with you. Go to bed. <laughs> I just, I love that. That was funny. Uh, can I make, like, just one little suggestion yes. for your D&D campaign? Oh. <gasps> Are they going to be Italian trolls? <laughs> I mean, one could be. The other could be. I mean, you have so many accents that you could whip out for this. Shrek. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. None of them are particularly accurate accents. <laughs> but they are accents. Christopher Walken. 
Um, I feel like Italian should be at least one of okay, your, okay. your twins. Who do you think would work better as an Italian? Jagorle <laughs> or Redoubt I mean, Redoubt <laughs> was Italian in the movie that I saw, so mm. I feel like maybe him. And then okay. uh, Jagorle could be... I feel like he could pull off, like, New York. I feel like oh, he no. did, like, a really heavy New York in some of his movies. Or I don't even know where that's from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Joseph <laughs> with a New York accent. But I feel like he could. Okay. I feel like it's... If I saw him and a New York accent came out of his mouth, I feel like it would match his face more than hmm. an Italian accent. Mm, Do you okay, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? I weirdly get that. Or even, like, a really... Boston, New Jersey, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we're gonna need some real character development yeah. for these guys. Uh, so yeah. Um, after this this scene, Pepe, I tr- also tries to take the cocaine because he took it from the captain, and then uh, he's like, "Oh, captain, don't take it." The captain walks away, and then Pepe like tries to take it immediately, mm-hmm. but it falls in the ocean, so he, he he's can't a con man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got this weird, I found it so strange and a little creepy, because Madonna and Pepe hate each other. This whole, we have, we've had so many montages of them on the ship. You know it's been a while that they've been sailing so far. Um, Madonna comes up to the deck for some air or whatever. It's like <laughs> middle of the night. She's wearing like this kind of revealing dress. <laughs> Pepe, who's already on the deck of the ship because he was about to take some cocaine and dropped it like an idiot. Um, I wonder if the people who found the, the Titanic necklace were like looking at the bottom of the ocean. They're like, yo, sick! We got a necklace and we got cocaine? <laughs> what the fuck, yo? We hit the jackpot. <laughs> She's Madonna's like up on the on the bow of the ship and she's kind of just like watching the ocean, whatever. Her like shoulders out of her dress and Pepe's like <laughs> already up on the on the top of the ship. Um and when Madonna comes up, he just like watches her. Like super there's like a pan down of her shoulder, uh. his eyes go wide, and you're like, what? you hated each other this whole you can't tell me oh she's coming up in a dress, so now he's in love with her. What? I feel like he's that kind of guy though. Oh, He's yeah, this just, is when I started to be like, mm, hmm, Pepe's maybe not such a great character. I mean, we'll see later. Ooh! <laughs> oh, cat's foreshadowing <laughs> on our podcast now. They even, they took, oh my god, they took it so far as to have, like, this, like, sexy Spanish guitar playing in the background. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 none of that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they've been on the boat for kind of a long time. We've had so many montages at this point. I don't know how long they've been on the so ship. So many rude interactions with each other. Ugh. Can't even keep count. <laughs> so like now they're trying to push on us suddenly that Madonna and Pepe like secretly have feelings for one another. Cause now like in this little like montages that they're doing are like a little bit of like secret looks between the two of them. But they hate each other. So why? I don't understand. Like there was no climactic anything. There was no like point where it was like, oh, now I maybe like you. It's just like all of a sudden they just started making eyes at each other for some reason, but like also still hate each other. It didn't a make lot sense. of sexual tension, but I feel like the tension doesn't work that way when you have them legitimately hate each other. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. 
Because then you, the lines between hate and, oh, I actually want that person are so blurred that you're like, what are they actually feeling for each other? Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think they did that right. Like, I feel like they should have had their moments where they're like, pissy towards each other but they also should have had moments where they weren't like Mm -hmm. even just for a second so you could be like maybe there's there could be something between them but all they had were these like bitchy rude interactions with each other and you're like they just fucking hate each other end of story even like when madonna comes up on the on the bow of the ship when pepe didn't take the cocaine like (laughs) instead of watching her like a creep if they had a conversation you know if madonna was I don't know, sad about something or whatever. Like, I don't know. If they had interacted in any positive like way at any point. conversation. Yeah, maybe even, you could have believed it. Yeah, even if she was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to be with my husband anymore. And he, like, gave her some, like, actual advice. Or he, like, you know, gave her, like, uh, just lend her an ear to so she could voice her problems. Just, like, something like that. But there wasn't anything at all. So it just felt a little like they were pushing it too hard. And you could feel it that they were pushing Madonna and Pepe to have some sort of relationship. But I don't think they had very good chemistry is the thing. I feel like with two actors that had a lot better chemistry, they could have pulled that off potentially. Mm -hmm. But Madonna and Pepe did not, like, I felt nothing between them. Also, like, I know Pepe... Even when they were on the island and they were literally (laughs) the only other people there. Like, I I was like... Jeez, find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, when later in the movie Pepe mentions, oh, I like older women or whatever, it was still kind of a little, mm, like, jarring at the beginning because mm-hmm. Pepe looks, I wouldn't say young, but, like, substantially younger than Madonna. Relatively Relatively younger. I originally thought that Madonna was going to be, like, a side character and he was going to get with the younger girl. Rachel McAdams? Rachel McAdams was in this movie. She was... <laughs> The ditzy one. What? I think it was Rachel McAdams. Yeah, they didn't show her face enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It anyway, was Rachel her. McAdams or the one that we confused with Rachel McAdams. Oh no, is there another? Wait. It's. <laughs> Who do we confuse with Rachel McAdams? Um, is there another person on this podcast that we keep confusing with another person? Maybe it wasn't Rachel McAdams because I looked up Rachel McAdams swept away and um, nothing came up. Let's make, you know what? Elizabeth Banks. I always confuse them. (gasps) It's my turn. Oh my God. I'm so shook. I'm turning into Ashley. We spent too much time together now. This happens literally every podcast, Katrina. Oh my God. She'll say something. She'll start to say something and she'll say the wrong name. And I will know immediately (laughs) that she's mixed up the person with someone else. But today, the roles are reversed, girl. I feel... So shook. Oh my god. I feel... <laughs> we're like twins or something. We, we're we literally oh the opposite. I'm Chigorle. <laughs> You're... We're down Oh no. Oh. Elizabeth Banks. I'm so glad it's not me for once. I'm, oh my god. I'm like starting I... to question my sanity. I've mixed up so many people. I roast you so hard every single time it happens. Little did I know, today would be the day. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. Is she the one you were talking about? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The, the younger girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, just kind of like, Madonna had no reason not to be with her husband. You know what I mean? Like, there, her husband, 
I feel like they try to infer a couple little things, like when the husband shows up to dinner one day in like a Hawaiian shirt, and she's like, um, excuse me, we're supposed to dress up, and he's like, it's, it's a vacation, like, chill. But that's still, like, not a criminal offense that, you know, she it, would want to break up with him over if she decided to marry him in the first place. Like, yeah. don't my husband rolls up wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Like, catch me in a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt so we match. Like, come on, girl. But, like, they didn't seem to have any issues between them, to be honest. Like, I feel like yeah. if they were going to, to, to push that they were having a, a couple little disagreements push that harder so mm-hmm. your audience gets it but it seemed like oh they they were just kind of like any other married couple they fight every once in a while but like they're fine together you know and if they pushed that harder then maybe the audience would have been more willing to accept madonna with pepe instead of just being like oh i guess pepe's there and i guess they're gonna get together yeah yeah we just question whether she really wants to leave her husband for him yeah the whole time mm-hmm. absolutely Can I just say that I'm reading over Ashley's breakdown, and every so often I'll look over to the page, and just in all caps, IDIOTA (laughs) was just written. (laughs) Sometimes multiple A's. I I got very heated writing my notes for this. I was watching the movie, and I... I could not help but write in all caps. Uh, Idiota. Idiota! <laughs> Can you use that for Jigorle or the other one? Oh, that is catchphrase? Yeah. Idiota. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, um, uh, whatever. All that stuff happens. We're like half an hour into the movie. Kind of nothing's happened. <laughs> um, Pepe and Madonna have argued quite a lot. You hate Madonna. You hate Pepe. Yeah, you're starting to hate Pepe at this point. Um, Literally the only people I kind of care about are um, after he comes out with the Hawaiian shirt, I kind of like the husband. (laughs) Not gonna lie, he was like the nicest guy there. Also the captain was kind of nice. The captain was nice. Um, Not Rachel McAdams was nice. Well, she was kind of ditzy. She was stupid. She wasn't like really doing anything, but she wasn't doing anything bad either. I like the chefs actually. Yeah, okay. They were cool. You know what, just like the side characters. I cared about more than the main characters. Which is unfortunate because it's only the main characters that get stranded on this island later. Mm-hmm. And you only, like, this is half an hour into the movie, which, by the way, um, is when the first thing happens in this movie. <laughs> half an hour of kind of nothing, and uh, now we actually get our first, like, plot point happening. Um, but uh, after this, we don't get any of the cool side characters. It's all just the two main characters that you don't care about. <laughs> Right, except for, the, like, the last ten minutes of yeah, yeah, the yeah, mo- yeah. spoiler uh, <laughs> of the movie. So, the next day, I guess, the rest of Madonna's friends, family, the group that she's with, it leaves to go, like, swimming or boating or something at some caves. Like, I assume nearby, but also, like, they seem kind of far away. Mm-hmm. Um, without Madonna, who slept in, or somehow something. she got left behind. So, she tells the crew, to get her another dinghy and take her to the caves where her friends are. But Um, they warned her, like, hey, there's a storm brewing. Might be too late to go out there because they're already, like, going to come back real soon. But she doesn't listen because she's awful in this movie. (laughs) Um, So Pepe is the one that has to take her out on the boat. So it's just Pepe and Madonna, and they're going out to find the, the friends. But of course, we gotta get into the cl- the 
climax? I don't know. I the, don't really know what to call this. The inciting the, incident? Ooh, yes. Ooh, get that. <laughs> I was almost an English major. <laughs> almost an English minor also. <laughs> Neither <laughs> Neither panned out too well for me. So, of course, the boat's engine fails halfway there. So, they're stranded in the middle of the ocean. Uh, That's it. I mean, they did warn her. And then, um, eventually, they see a yacht in the distance. And um, it says here, Idiota! (laughs) That's my notes. (laughs) Madonna! They have a flare gun that they find in the dinghy that they're in. And she doesn't know how to use it. And Pepe is like, yo, girl, let me use it because I know how to use it. And she's like, nah. And then she shoots it at their boat and pops their boat. Is that what happens? (sighs) That's what I thought happened. I don't know if the boat actually like got popped because they were still floating mm-hmm. like days later or something. So a little confusing. I mean, nothing realistic happens in this movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but like Pepe's a fucking professional. He's like he, he's the one doing all the important shit on on your yacht. Let him use the flare gun, Madonna. Also, how hard is it to use a flare gun? You just point it upwards and you Shoot it. She doesn't even know what it's... Tr- she pointed it upwards, and she doesn't press the trigger. She doesn't know what it is. Then Pepe's like, um, okay, well, you don't know how to use it. Let me. They start wrestling. She shoots it at the boat. Why are you wrestling in this tiny-ass boat with a flare gun in your hand, girl? In the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, can't even escape. Also, they both keep standing up on the boat. Uh-huh. La, which is like the Sit only down, thing I know about Sit down, you're rocking the boat. Yeah. As they say in the hit musical Guys and Dolls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like expecting her to fall in the water any minute there. Me yeah. too. <laughs> so they've been adrift for what I assume is days because they have like a day, night, day, night, the little montage. Eventually, they see land, they paddle to shore, they think they like found the mainland, but turns out it's a deserted island. And th- of course, because they hate each other, <laughs> they have a fight immediately once they get to the shore and they go their separate ways. And you kind of like assume what's going to happen at this point. Of course, she does awfully. She like breaks her foot as something. Because like, you know, she never does anything for herself. She's little Miss Richie Rich, always has people doing her stuff for her. So she doesn't know how to cook or hunt or any of that. Meanwhile, Pepe is fucking like... Tarzan MacGyver, like, oh my god. (laughs) He, like, he he finds, like, some rubber and some sticks and makes a harpoon gun. (laughs) Like, he is, like, a genius in this movie. He makes, oh my god. (laughs) It's too bad he's also, like, a real asshole in this movie. I liked him up until this point, you Mm. know what I mean? Like, I was so impressed by that fucking stick harpoon gun. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) He catches like a whole bunch of fish. He's doing super well for himself. With his like bare ass hair? Yeah. He even, I'm a little confused because he finds an abandoned shack somewhere and he like lives there while Madonna's like living on the rock or something. (laughs) Um, So there must have been like people there before, right? It's not just like a deserted island. True. Do you think they got rescued? Or... Or maybe they just like, live there and died. 
Yikes. Did they show bones? I don't know. Do you remember, Kat? I don't think there were bones. That's good to know. This I guess. is interesting. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna assume they got rescued. Here's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what would make this movie a little bit more interesting. Because nothing happens in this movie. <laughs> yep. Um, what if that shack was like... Have y'all seen Lost? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna go into any spoilers. I mean, you can. It's not a new show that's still, that's <laughs> yeah. still on air. <laughs> but Lost, like, they get stranded... It, it's literally the plot of Lost. <laughs> they but get, worse, but also Titanic, but worse. Oh, yes, Titanic Ooh, meets Lost. <laughs> like, they get stranded on a deserted island and they have to, like, survive and stuff, but also there's, like, some magical realism going on with some stuff, and, like, they, they find, like, a bunker and they've got to survive. So if, I don't know, maybe, like, some people came before them, the Lost people. Mm. What if it's the Lost? What if it is what? the Lost Island? I've never seen Lost, so mm. maybe you can answer this. Where does Lost take place? Like, where is the island? In the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Like, is there any indicators as to even, like, is it you know, in the Mediterranean or... They probably were. They probably said at some point where they were coming slash going from... Um, but I've seen it so many years ago. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Looked it up. One of the islands in Hawaii. Oh. Ooh, that's nice. Oh. Oh, oh that's kind of... I don't mind getting stranded there. I know, right? Uh, that's kind of far from... Not far, but it's not in the same region as the Mediterranean, though. But maybe. I don't know where that was going. I have literally nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they end up on a deserted island. Um, Madonna does awfully... Pepe does amazingly. Um, he catches, like, a whole bunch of fish. Um, eventually, she realizes that she's not going to survive without him. So she, like, tries to to take the fish from him that, that he found, but he won't let her. So she's like, okay, well, I'll buy it from you. Like, what do you want? Like, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, $1,000 for your <laughs> fish. Um, and he's like, run Desire, deserted island. <laughs> money has no value here. Mm-hmm. Does she even have money with her? <laughs> no. She's like, oh, you want my necklace? You want my earrings? He's like, bitch, I ain't got no ear holes. <laughs> so uh, what's that going to do? They have like a huge fight because she's like so hungry and she wants to eat and he won't let her have any of his fish that he caught because he's like, I literally hate you. <laughs> so they have like a fight. She throws like some dirt or some sand at him and he, I was... At this point, I hated Madonna so much more than I hated Pepe. So I was really. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. At this point. Okay. This was, you know, some stuff changes <laughs> very soon. But at this point, I was waiting for Madonna to get killed off. Like I was so, I was hoping this was gonna turn into like a survival horror movie and she would die. <laughs> this is like battle royale with two people. <laughs> the island keeps getting smaller. <laughs> oh, oh. The so, Hunger Games. <laughs> Literally? Because she's hungry. Oh, she wants that oh, fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So uh, she, like, throws some, some sand at, at her, and he turns around, and he slaps her in the face. Oh, oh my God. Um, which I was actually really happy about. I paused and rewatched that scene because <laughs> I was waiting for it. I hated her. I hated her, 
But also, I hated him for doing that, but also, I hated her. Yeah. So I was very conflicted in this scene. I agree. I wanted her to get... Does she deserve it? Yeah. Yeah! I was waiting for her to hit him back, but she does. (laughs) Literally, me too. That would have been the only thing to make this scene good. I know. Um, and she, she, she's like, you can't hit a woman. So then he just <laughs> hits her again. <laughs> no rules here, bitch. <laughs> um, so at first, I, I, okay, I think I was so caught up in my absolute hatred of Madonna's character that I was waiting for this to happen to her. I was so overjoyed. <laughs> like, I would have slapped her. Um, but then... Then you start seeing a little bit more of Pepe's character, because he starts kind of, like, bossing her around and going, like, really overboard. He was already, like, at overboard. Yeah. Before they got to the island. But when they got there, he was, like, unimaginatively so bad. Just terrible. It was, like, hard to watch. You know what I mean? She had to, like, call him master, she had to, like, kiss his feet. He made her dance for him at some point, which, okay, I'm very confused by this point, because he's, like, making her do all these things for him. And at one point, he makes her, he's like, do a dance for me. And, of course, like, she's Madonna, right? So <laughs> yeah. He, like, sing for me. And she sings, like, awfully super out of tune, which is funny, because she's Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> dance is um, not that great either. <laughs> yeah. Um... But then, like, I guess he's, like, also hallucinating in this scene. Because he's, like, there's this random Madonna... sequence? (laughs) Sequence. Where she's got, like, a dress on and backup dancers. And I'm, like, what's happening right now? Yeah. I don't know. Because the thing is, if you're gonna use Madonna, who is not an actress. Mm -hmm. She is, but she's not, like, a trained... She's not trained as an actress. So if you're gonna use the singer Madonna in your movie... Like, she better do a lot of singing mm-hmm. to make up for the fact that she's not an actress. But it was really, like, only this one scene where she sang, and I was a little confused as to why did Guy Ritchie want Madonna... <laughs> like, I know they were married at that point, hey, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I do have a fun fact from IMDb, and um, someone asked Guy Ritchie, why Madonna? <laughs> Um, and he's like, this is his reply, because she was cheap and available, so yes. they're not married anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that, maybe hmm. that's what he married her to? Oh, no. Ooh. Man. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Which, like, you think, like, if you got Madonna, even, like, if you're married to Madonna, you know, like, Tim, is it Tim Burton that was married to Helena Bottom Carter, I think? I think? So? And she's in, like, every fucking one of his movies. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if, sure, like, if you want to put your spouse, your family, whatever, in your movie to... I know, like, Jaden Smith is in all of... Or, like, some Will Smith movies, because Will yeah. Smith, like, wants to elevate Jaden Smith's career. So, like, I get it if you want to put your family in, like, some movies. But, like, to put Madonna, the singer, <laughs> in your movie and then direct her to be like, Hey, your character can't sing. <laughs> it's a strange thing to do. Like, even if she, like, could sing well, and then, I don't know, Pepe, I don't know, saw something in her, they had a talk about it, I don't know, something that humanized both of them. Yeah, but nothing like that happened, so, like, I really don't know, because she's cheap and available is not really a good reason 
to cast someone in a movie that you're hoping will make money, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's hopefully the payoff to any movie. Do we and know if this movie made money, by the way? Did this movie... I don't think this movie did very well at the Do you guys want to hazard a guess as to either what the budget was or what they ended up with? I, I'm not very good with, <laughs> with budgeting or money, but I'm going to guess that they barely made what they spent on it. I'm going to say the same as Ashley, I think. So, the budget was $10 million. Oh. Let me just ask Google, my friend... Um, let me just call a friend and see how much the budget usually is, um, for rom-coms. So we can compare. Because I feel like the most expensive thing would be just renting out the island, would be the locations, right? Yeah, the boat the and yacht. the island? Yeah. But I'm assuming it's going to be somewhere around 10 million. I don't think 10 million is a lot or a little for, um, a rom-com. But the box office, I will tell you it's less than 10 million. Oh, that's not good. Oh. Want to guess? Five, six million? Five or six million for Kat. I'm going to say like seven million? Seven million for Ashley. Um, Did not even make one million dollars. <gasps> it made just about 600,000. Oh, no. <laughs> so they lost oh. about a, a little over nine million dollars in the making of this movie. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> it was cheap, apparently. Because <laughs> everyone was cheap and available. Oh, so that God. kids, if you're going to make a movie, don't cast someone who is literally just cheap and available. Cast someone with talent, please, and thank you. <laughs> so she's singing the, the song, and he's having like a dream sequence? Yeah. Also, after he, like, tries to make her, like, undress, <laughs> and she refuses, and he's, like, kind of teasing her, I guess. And then, like, she tries to run away, and he's, like, chasing her down, trying to stop her from escaping. <gasps> like, what? Where is she gonna run? It's an island. That's yeah. true. <gasps> and then, oh, it wasn't bad enough that, you know, he was, like, literally fighting with her the whole time. He slapped her, not once, but twice. He's chasing her. Now he has to, like, try to rape her? But, like, also, he, but he, like, he doesn't end up doing it. He, like, pins her down and everything, but then... And also, you can see her, like, give into it? Yeah. She's like, yeah, okay, go for it. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> but then he's like, no, you have to actually want it or something. And Which, like... That's so twisted. I don't even know where to start with that. Ooh, Why did he start with trying to rape her and say that yeah. at the end? And that's like, I feel like that's the moment where she's like, mm, I do want this guy. Literally after that? And I'm like, I don't understand this at all. That would be the moment where you're like, bye. Gotta get out of here. I would rather drown myself. <laughs> Tie a rock to my foot. I don't care if I need you for food. I will learn to fish. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the other fucking side of the island. Yep. That's a normal person's thinking. Also, uh, she's married, as we said before. No obvious problems in her marriage with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no, they don't talk about this at all. They're not like, oh, like, I'm kind of starting to fall for you, but I'm married. They just kind of go for it. And there's a montage of them falling in love. They're playing charades one night. Some music over top. Uh, they do a lot of sex on the beach. <laughs> a lot of that. And they're like t- together, I guess, in this weird master-slave relate. Guy Ritchie really just putting his kinks out on the table <laughs> just like that, huh? <laughs> She's like calling him master. She's like... And even like after they're together, right? And they've admitted that they both have genuine feelings for each other as I like, wouldn't say genuine, as they are. <laughs> but 
But, like, she's still calling him master at this point. Like, they're clearly still not equals, you know? He's yeah. still, like, kind of making her do this, in a way. Which he's, is so creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. He's for sure making her do... He's, like, making her be his really weird housewife on this <laughs> island where she, like, stays home and cleans up the shack all day and waits for him to get back from fishing and it's, like, some weird Stepford Wives thing in the middle of the island in the ocean. Yeah. And You know what? I will say I, I, I do enjoy a couple of Guy Ritchie's movies. Like we said, the Sherlock Holmes movies were good. I actually kind of enjoyed King Arthur. But he, like, doesn't have a great track record with women in his movies. No, he doesn't. Say. Hmm, that's not good. <laughs> I watched Snatch, and I cannot think of even one woman in the movie. Like, if you think of uh, movies with a lot of male leads, like Ocean's Eleven, I still know who the leading woman is. Yeah. Like, I still know Ju- Julia Roberts is in that movie. Yeah. But, like, in Snatch, I could not, if you held a gun to my head, <laughs> tell you if there even was a woman in the in the movie. Julia Roberts was in... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was Julia <laughs> We're not mixing up more. <laughs> oh, man. There's someone else who looks like Julia Roberts that we were talking about, and I'm like, now I'm questioning everything ever. Oh. Is it Sandra Bullock? I don't know. I think I know Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> we have dinner every Sunday. Yeah. I think I know her face <laughs> when she knocks on my door to have dinner with me. So, eventually... Like, they've been having this weird master-slave relationship, whatever the hell that was. Um, eventually, Madonna's, like, collecting rocks or something, and she sees a yacht off the shore. Like, she sees the boat that's found the island, and she, like, doesn't say anything about it. So I guess, like, she kind of wants to stay on the island. Every five minutes, I'm like, oh, mm, this can't get any worse. <laughs> and then it does. And I'm like, girl, go back to your husband and your, like, actual life. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say, I feel like her relationship with Pepe is, like, totally the opposite of her relationship with her husband. Like, her husband, like, gave her so much freedom. Oh. He was just like, you can do whatever you want. Like, there was a scene at the beginning, I think, where he was, like, talking to the crew or something, and they were like... Oh, like, why do you let your wife, like, just stay out all night without you or something? He was like, no, it's chill. Like, right? I, I, I hang out that. during the day or something, and she parties at night. Do you think that's why she's attracted to Pepe? Because do you think she's um, a little too comfortable with all the freedom? So when the freedom is taken away from her, she's like... Ooh, this is new and exciting. Do you think that's why? I don't know. I thought she liked it at the beginning because she was just like, oh, yeah, like, let me do, like, party. But maybe that's why she was, like, kind of seeming like she wasn't happy in her marriage. That's a really good insight. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even pick up on that. Me too. Because they only have the husband in, like, two or three scenes. Yeah. And one was just them roasting him for his Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) Which I'm like, okay, unfair. <laughs> they look good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was um, shopping <laughs> I was shopping with my mom a couple days ago. Um, and uh, we went to Salvation Army to, to pick out some stuff. Um, and I went immediately over to the, to the t-shirt aisle. And my mom's like, oh, you're looking for something specific? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I really want a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> my mom just looked at me and she's like, why? <laughs> Have I influenced you in the same type of way that... You have. Amy, Amy needed, like, to take a picture for some 
uh, class she had to do for like a photo editing thing. Um, and she wanted me to wear a Hawaiian shirt. And I loved it. <laughs> you look gay and in charge. And I was living. I'm I thought you meant like because of the movie swooped away. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fashion in the movie. Did you get one? Did you end up getting one? I couldn't find one. Oh, girl, you gotta go to Winners. Mm, in the okay. men's section. Ten dollars. I get half my clothes from the men's section. <gasps> yes, girl. <laughs> oh. Okay. My beef with women's clothes, clothing is all the t-shirts are, like, weirdly see-through, and you go to the men's <gasps> yeah. section, and you get, like, actual fabric. Yeah. So I'm like, wh- why would I pay $25 for a shirt that makes me wear another shirt underneath if I can go and pay $5 in the men's section for an actual shirt? I agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, that's my tea. <laughs> so... They're, they're like having a talk, they, there's like this whole thing, they find a bottle of alcohol, they get drunk, they have fun, you can see them kind of enjoying each other's company, but also you're like weirded out and don't want them to enjoy each other's company. <laughs> Madonna says that she loves Pepe now, um, but they have this conversation where Pepe doesn't quite believe her because he doesn't think they'd work in the real world. He's like, oh, you just love me because I'm the only person. Literally the only person on the island. <laughs> So, Katrina, what you said actually is a really good point, because Madonna says here at some point, because she's trying to convince Pepe that she's genuinely in love with him, which is weird in its own, Um, but she's like, yeah, I was happy with my husband, but like, happy isn't everything or something like that. So I guess she was looking for something a little different or a little more. But she still didn't give a reason as to why she wasn't happy in the first place. It's kind of a vague movie. Yeah, it's kind of a take-it-as-you-will movie. (laughs) Yeah. So, Madonna's improving vastly at this point. Like, she's been catching fish, she's, like, getting eggs from birds or something, I assume. Um, And they have have a, a lot more montages of them, like, falling in love. Can I just say, they're always making out. They're always nom nom nom. But their breath... Probably smells like fish. Uh, 24-7. They ain't got no toothbrushes. They don't have toothpaste. They're probably rotten with gingivitis right now. And they're making out out every five seconds. You know, like, you don't think about that when you think, oh, like, if I was stranded on the... Like, you don't think about, you got uh, no toothbrush, no uh, toothpaste, no deodorant. No shaving for anything. <laughs> like, like people are always like, mm, what three things would you bring on a deserted island with you? Toothbrush, toothpaste, <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Josie, there's a there's an interview with the Harry Potter cast when they were doing like promotions for one of the movies, and they had this question where they asked all the all the cast. They're like, oh, if you had to bring one thing to a deserted island, what would you bring? And most of them said like, I think like. Emma Watson said, like, some book or something. She's like, I would bring blah, blah, Because she's super smart. <laughs> and, uh, Ron, uh, whatever his face, <laughs> Rupert Grint, like, said something, like, funny. He's like, I would bring, like, I don't know, like... Something funny! Something funny! <laughs> but then one of the twins, one of the guys that, that played either Fred or George... Uh, oh, so- you mean either Radaju or... Chikorla. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I bring um a boat. <laughs> or oh, like, yeah. Or they said I bring a book called uh, How to Build a Raft. 
<laughs> That's smart. Yeah. I always thought Emma Watson was smart, but mm. she was outdone this time. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> nice going, Jigorle. I knew it. We should make them ginger to be like those, the, the Harry Potter twins. Ooh. I like that. Both of them? They should finish each other's sentences and everything. Oh my god, they look exactly the same, but one opens his mouth and he's like super Italian and the other's like, I am from Queens, what do you want? Get out of the way. Yes. <laughs> so uh, later they they see the yacht again, which I, has the yacht been like circling the island or something? Do her friends even care at this point? <laughs> so the, the yacht is still at the island for some reason, but this time Pepe sees the boat. So he's like, oh my god, the boat, we can get rescued. But Madonna still doesn't want to leave. So again, like, Pepe wants to leave because he wants proof that she actually loves him. So she's like, oh, if, because Madonna wants to stay, because she's like, I'm happy here, we love each other, that's all we need. But Pepe's like, mm, I'm gonna need a little bit more proof than that. Let's go ashore, and if we're happy together away from the island, then I'll still be with you. So they end up you know, going to the ship and getting rescued. Um, and Madonna, like, immediately chooses to be with her husband. <laughs> after, She's a con man now. <laughs> after making all those promises, Pepe is not happy about it. And he calls her later, because Madonna and the husband, you know, they all get rescued, they're at a hotel now. Um, and Pepe called Madonna. They both tell each other they love each other, blah, blah, blah. And she agrees to leave her husband and to run away with Pepe, I guess. Um, so Pepe goes to the hotel, leaves a package for her with the hotel receptionist, but he tells the receptionist to only give it to her if she's alone. So of course, her husband comes over immediately. <laughs> so Madonna's like not alone with the receptionist ever, so uh, the receptionist can't give Madonna the package. But the husband, who's at the reception, sees the package in like their little cubby of their room. So he kind of puts together, I guess, this whole thing. Or he like asks her like, mm, that for me? And the receptionist has to be like, um, yeah. And then she like hands it over and he sees like the address and the time and he's like, mm, okay then. Mm. <laughs> so Madonna and the husband are getting ready to leave, go back home to I don't know, New York or wherever they live, um, on a helicopter on, like, the docks, which is near the boat where Pepe is waiting for Madonna to run away with her. But Madonna and the husband are on the helicopter. There's, like, a bellboy helping them out with their stuff, and the husband gives Madonna, like, a dollar bill along with Pepe's package. And he's like, oh, here, tip the, the bellboy. So Madonna's just like, Okay. <laughs> so she passes both of those, just like a, a package, <laughs> to the uh -huh. bellboy. That's fine. She doesn't think that's weird at all. So she passes that all on to the bellboy. The bellboy takes the tip, obviously, but then he's like, what the fuck is this package? He sees the address on it. He's like, oh, I'll just give it to this address, which is Pepe's address. So oh. the bellboy goes to the boat where Pepe is. He's like, hey, I think this is for you. And Pepe's like, no, I think there's a mistake. Like, who gave this to you? Um, the bellboy's like, oh, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, the, the singer Madonna gave this to you? Damn, you get her autograph. So, of course, Pepe thinks that, um, Madonna, like, rejected him. Wait a second. Is this a world where Madonna isn't, like, a singer? Like, the song, Like a Virgin, doesn't exist in this world? Well, I was thinking, like, because the song... She can't sing, apparently. <laughs> right. The so, song in that scene where she's dancing, is that a real Madonna song? 
I don't know. I'm gonna be real with you. I tried to Google it and I couldn't find anything, so I guess it's not. possible. <laughs> it's always it's kind of interesting to like think about movies which have like a famous actor in them and you gotta think about so this is our real world, except that one actor doesn't exist. Can you imagine? Oh. Just terrible. I know. I'm trying to think about like man up. Like a world where Simon Pegg doesn't exist. I would hate that world. world. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of that. Yeah. Damn, this is like existential now. I know. I feel like I always think of movies as like some other world completely. Where none of our like famous actors are. It's always like interesting when they talk about a movie or an actor and they're like, oh yeah, I love Star Wars or something. And you're like, okay, so like in this world... Star Wars exists, you like, know? Like in Spider-Man Homecoming, where they're building the Star Wars thing, and you're like, wait, Mace Windu is in Star Wars, but also Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury. So, like, what is the truth? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> do they, like, put that together? Like, does Mace Windu in... Is Tony ever like, hey, Fury, <laughs> you look a lot like Mace Windu. <laughs> like, do you know that? Like, Mace Windu in that universe, was it played by a different guy? Does Samuel L. Jackson even exist in that universe? You know what I mean? Because they would look exactly like Nick Fury. Oh my god. But, like, imagine who else would play Mace Windu in that world where Samuel L. Jackson isn't Mace Windu? Like, did they get, like, Bruce Willis to play (laughs) Mace Windu? (laughs) Oh my god. Did they get... You know, George Clooney I was playing thinking, Mace like, Windu? I was thinking, like, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he's in the MCU, yes. too. Yeah, exactly, right? So that so, doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, like, literally everyone is. There's, like, 20 actors in Hollywood, and they're all in the MCU at this point. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so interesting to think about, though. Oh, my God, though. By the way, in the, in the package that Pepe gave t- or tried to give to Madonna was a ring that he bought with... All the money <laughs> that uh, <laughs> someone gave him for, like, rescuing Madonna from the was island. Was it her husband? He was a different guy, and I have never seen him before. Was in it the movie. husband's friend that appeared, like, twice in the movie? Maybe. Huh. Some guy, <laughs> like, gave him money, and he bought a ring for Madonna. But because the bellboy gave the package with the ring in it back to Pepe, he thinks that Madonna rejected him. So... He like he's like, where is she? <laughs> like, like Batman in the darkness. Where's my girl? <laughs> so he um the bellboy points out the helicopter that's like weirdly right next to the boat. So Pepe like sprints off to the to the helicopter, and you think you you think that he's gonna, or at least I did. I don't know. What I you did. Guys I thought. did too. What did you think? Did you think he was gonna make it, Katrina? No. <laughs> Damn, you knew it. <laughs> Definitive, no. I thought he was going to make it, but he almost makes it to the helicopter, but it's like just pulling off the ground or the landing pad or whatever. And she's like watching him too. He doesn't say anything to the to the helicopter man who's piloting it. She's not like, oh wait, hold up. This could be interesting. <laughs> they take off. Pepe's like, like standing on the ground like waving to the helicopter they don't turn back around so he takes the ring out of the package um and just like throws it in the ocean literally all of his money that's <laughs> all the money you got he could have returned it even worn it himself uh, <laughs> gave it to his wife 
he could have gone back to his wife, but at this point, it's almost like, oh, it's too late. I'm leaving my wife and have no one. Wait, Does was Pepe, Pepe have a wife? Have a wife? I feel like he had someone. You know, they may have mentioned it at some point, but this movie <laughs> was so confusing. <laughs> who's, who's related to who? Who's what? What's the relationship? You know what? Or he could have found some other girl and been like, "I'm rich. I have yeah. this nice ring. You want to go?" Oh, he could have like totally duped her. Ooh. Been like, "Yeah, I'm rich, girl. Got one ring. Ooh. What about it?" <laughs> Or just, like, take it back. Return yeah. it and get the money. Like, he's been talking. He had, like, a couple lines about, like, oh, I'm just, like, a poor boy. <laughs> now you're not, bitch. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. He could have not been, but he is because he dropped Threw it, it away. into the ocean like Titanic. Them Rose, Rose's people who are just digging at the bottom of the ocean looking for her necklace at the end of Titanic found not only a bag of cocaine, <laughs> but also this random guy's <laughs> ring. <laughs> She's like, yo, I've been waiting 84 years, and she, like, snorts all that cocaine. She, like, puts on this ring, gets her necklace back on. Rose is doing well for herself. Right? She's like, I can die now. So so that's the end of the movie. They didn't get back together. They're not together at the end. Thank God. And then there's just this lonely Pepe on the dock, mm-hmm. and it's like, he has nothing, he has no money, no girl. Which, no ring. <laughs> which you, it's kind of like a, a, I don't know if it's a directorial choice, or just the fault of the bad movie. But you don't care, at yeah. the end, that he didn't <laughs> end up with Madonna. I didn't care about anything that happened in this movie. It was only like an hour and a half, but it seemed like three hours long, for some reason, <laughs> even though nothing happened. <laughs> I think the reason why it seemed so long was because nothing happened. Usually if the movie's more, like, fast-paced, they have a bit more action, a couple more, I don't know, plot twists, something interesting going on. The movie goes by faster because you enjoy it more. This movie, literally nothing. Like, they were on a boat for... Half an hour. Literally half an hour. And then they were on an island having sex for the rest of the movie. And that's all that... That's We don't even need the break. We didn't even need that. All I could tell you is, hey, this rich couple gets on a boat... Uh, one of them gets stranded on an island with one of the workers on the boat. They have sex a lot, they get rescued, but they don't end up together. That's the whole movie. Boom. You're welcome. You don't have to see the movie anymore. (laughs) Also, can I just add, sometime before they get rescued, there's just one scene where they're, like, barking at each other for 30 seconds. I don't remember that. (laughs) Oh, was it the one where she was, like... Like, she didn't see the boat. She didn't tell him about the boat, and then he was like, oh, why didn't you say we could get rescued? It could have been that. But again, Guy Ritchie putting his own kinks out there like that for everyone to see. <laughs> everyone who paid him half a million dollars to see um, at the box office. Yeah, I feel like this is way more telling about Guy Ritchie than about any of the, the characters in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think this gave us a little bit too much into his mind. I didn't need to know all that about Guy Ritchie. I found that, like, the whole... It seems very, like, Wattpad fanfiction-y to mm-hmm. me, you know? like this Wattpad the- fanfic where they, like, changed all the names and <laughs> turned it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've got the whole, like, weird master-slave sex thing going on. Two people on a... Like, it just seemed very, like, some 12-year-old wrote this fanfiction because... I don't know. It was very weird and very creepy... I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, or Guy Ritchie, his <laughs> fantasies. Maybe Guy You know how uh, Twilight... Something was a fan fiction of Twilight, or Twilight was a fan fiction of something. 
right? Oh. I think so. And then it, like, Twilight was a Harry Potter fan fiction. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Guy Ritchie wrote, wrote a fan fiction for something <laughs> when he was younger, and then just decided to make this movie How out of can it. I put myself out there like that and just completely expose myself? He <laughs> wrote a Titanic fan fiction. <laughs> oh, A lost wait. fan fiction. Oh, my God, wait. <laughs> Guy Ritchie. Maybe he's, like, a super big fan of Titanic. So he, he was, like, he loves Rose, whatever her, the actor's name is. Uh-huh. And he just, like wrote a fan fiction about Titanic, but he also loved Lost, <laughs> so he made them on an island together instead of on the boat. He did write this movie, which is, like, they had source material. This is based on an earlier movie, so they had source material that they could have drawn from. I haven't seen the original movie, but I hear it's very different. And also, another little piece of trivia is that when the studio screened um, this movie, for the director of the original movie, she left the theater at the end crying, What did they do to my movie? Why did they do this? <laughs> oh my god! So I feel really bad for her. That's so sad. Yeah. I, I feel like if you make something and you like, you know, like, you want it to be good the way that you adapt it, even if you're like a writer, an mm-hmm. author, and you your movie gets adapted into something, you want it to be a good adaptation. And if you, you made a movie, and it's getting a remake. Remakes are always, or a lot of the times, they tend to be worse, which is the case here. <laughs> but, Dorian Gray. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so sad, you know. Like if you're like really proud of whatever movie you make, and then someone comes along and remakes it, and it's uh, this. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure what the original one was about, or how it differed from this one. But it must have been pretty different if uh, she she had that reaction. Do we know what it? the original movie got as a rating? The original movie, so just uh, as a basis of for comparison, um, this movie got three point six out of ten on IMDb and five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, no. The original movie got seven point six out of ten on IMDb and sixty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's like an average of like 70%, which is a passing grade. Um, this is an average of like maybe, um, I'm not gonna math, I'll say like uh, 15%. It's a hard fail. <laughs> it's a hard fail. Like That's... you're going to summer school with that. <laughs> That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's not good. But I don't know why he wouldn't, you know, have used the original to his advantage if he was already given the rights to it. Yeah, yeah. Also, I love a good love-to-hate relationship, you know? I find that that can really work well in setting up romantic and sexual tension. If you want the characters to get together, but they're not getting together, it makes you want them to get together even more, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than, like, insta-love, which nobody likes. Or I don't, at least. (laughs) Personal taste. But if you make your characters so unlikable and hate each other so much, you don't care if they end up together. It doesn't matter if it's hate to love, because, like, you don't care that they got together. You don't even care if they die or get off the island or what have you. <laughs> You're not rooting for them to get off the island, to get together, to stay on. You don't care what happens to them. Yeah. They Which were is... literally everyone except the husband and like the minor characters were so unlikable. Oh, yeah. I hated all of them. But like going back to the thing about adaptations, we know that Guy Ritchie can do a good adaptation. He did two Sherlock Holmes movies that were like fairly decent compared to 
some other Sherlock Holmes adaptations. So, like, I don't really know what happened here. <laughs> you know what? I do know. It's, uh, can you guess what I'm going to say? Madonna was cheap and available. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I bet Robert Downey Jr. was not cheap. And it shows because he's worth every penny that you, uh, that you buy his, uh, time for. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe and you also, can make more than 10 million with him. No. Yeah. And I, Rachel McAdams was in Sherlock Holmes. 90% sure. <laughs> so I think they should have gotten her for this one. Also, <laughs> also I'm saying that just so I, because I embarrassed myself earlier. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it all really boils down to the actors and their personal chemistry with each other. I, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law had more chemistry than uh, Madonna and what's his face over here? Pepe. Yeah. Also, they, tr- they tried to sprinkle in a little bit of like moral shit. If you can even oh, say yeah. that. Man versus woman. Yeah. Rich uh-huh. versus poor. Yeah. But, but also messed up. They also like tried to talk about like Madonna and her friends had a couple weird conversations that seemed very out of place. Out of place within the context of the movie. Because there's like, it's Madonna and Pepe hating each other, arguing with each other, but then Madonna just has these random philosophical conversations <laughs> with her friends, like about pesticides and chemicals. Like they're just asking each other's like, what do you think about chemicals and food? And you're like, what? <laughs> Which has Why nothing, is this to, nothing to do with anything because like, if at the end she realizes, oh, chemicals are bad, maybe that's something. But but it's not nothing. a theme. Yeah. <laughs> it never comes up again. <laughs> Which, like, I, I do like Pepe's insight here about pe- pesticides and chemicals. He's like, oh, like, it makes life easier for a few people, but easier doesn't necessarily mean better. And I'm like, okay, like, that's I like that. That's some good insight, mm-hmm. I guess. But he- why was it here? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they talk about capitalism for no reason. <laughs> I just... It was strangely out of place. Yeah. I think Madonna just goes on so many rants, too. Yeah. About random things. I don't (laughs) even know what. And it doesn't really make sense in the context of the story, like you said. I will say, though, the cinematography and the editing wasn't terrible. Like, in Snatch, Guy Ritchie's editing choices were pretty good. He's a good... He is a good director, which is, like... Why I'm like, why, (laughs) can you show it in this movie, please? I was actually going to say the opposite, because I really, really liked the cinematography and directional style in King Arthur. In this movie, I found it really lacking. Like, there was no interesting, it wasn't interesting at all, the way that he shot the movie. Like, it just seemed kind of typical. That's true. I'm talking mostly about the first half hour of the movie, especially the parts that I know you said you liked, where... Madonna would say something and immediately it would cut to Pepe going to the kitchen to complain. Or like, you know, just something quick like that. Um, But that really was only limited to the first half hour of the movie. But I will say that the music reminded me of Sherlock Holmes for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember the music besides just like when they got drunk, there's like random like uh, 70s music or something. And that one Madonna song that she, <laughs> yeah. like, actually performs for some reason. Was, like, the theatrical music super, like, Sherlock Holmesy? I don't even remember I don't know. It, it had some the Spanish music. <laughs> <laughs> had some string instruments. Okay. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Something like that. <laughs> so that's pretty much the movie. Do we have any final thoughts on it? Katrina, what did you think, by the way? 
Because I know you, uh, you picked this movie. I was just happy that Madonna didn't end up with Pepe <laughs> to stay in the end. Me too. I mean, I... I no, I didn't feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At all. I wasn't even that surprised. As soon as I saw her go right back to her husband, I was like, she's not going back to Pepe now. No. But what do you think is going to happen to them after that? Because the husband knows about her and, and Pepe, so do you think... Because, as you said, Katrina, he's a pretty chill guy. Do you think he'll still be chill about this? Or is this something that's actually going to, you know, have... Is this an actual reason that maybe their marriage isn't going to work out? I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't really have, like, gotten back with her afterwards if he had a problem with that. Yeah. Or, like, he was like, oh, yeah, let's get back together now. This is, like, let's go. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. go home together. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. If he really had, like, a huge big problem, like, if he's like, you slept with this other guy while you were on this island, like, he wouldn't have gotten back together with her. Which, like, I I get there's, like, a commitment there. Like, they're married. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... It seemed like he was more against her, like, staying with him. He was, like, trying to prevent her from going back to him. Yeah. He Yeah, he kind of, like, wanted her for himself. I was thinking, he seems like a nice guy. Maybe this is, like, more revealing about myself than it is about him. But if he really wanted her, if he was really unhappy about the situation, about her being with Pepe while they were on the island, and he really wanted to get back at her for it, I feel like he wouldn't say anything about it until they left the country and went back home so she had no chance of leaving him oh. for Pepe. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? So she ends up with nothing, basically. I've, oh, that's smart. Oh, like once they're back in New York or wherever they yeah. live, he's like... and then he would have been like, listen, this ain't, this ain't gonna happen. So oh now she God. doesn't have a husband, and now she... Anyways, maybe I'm uh, just a petty... Maybe. No, that's kind of a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that could be, like, a spiteful move. You yeah. Know? Like, you cheated on me with this guy, so you're not going to end up with him. I don't want you to have a happy ending. But I don't want to be with you either, so... Ooh! Yeah. Damn. That um, kind of maybe would have been a bit more impactful if they'd included that. But I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was, like, with some other woman all along, too. Like, the husband. Maybe that's why he was so chill with her going with other people. Because, like, while she was with doing her own thing, he would go and, like... And that, See some other girls. That would have been a reason, if they included that, for them to have a rift in their relationship. That would have been really good, Kat. There were so many things that would have made this <laughs> More <good>. interesting. <laughs> more interesting. I, I won't say good. You're right. More interesting <laughs> is, is a better fit. That's actually a really good point. Because that's something that they do in a lot of rom-coms. Is like... They start off with a main character who's already in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But you know that they're going to get a new love interest because the love interest is introduced. And you're like, but they're in a relationship. How's this going to work? So, of course, the, the spouse or the, the person that they're in a relationship with ends up being an asshole and, and cheats on them. So that gives the two main characters a reason to get together. But in this one, like, the husband seemed like a decent dude. I know there was, yeah. like, some undertones, like, mm-hmm. maybe he's a drug lord. Don't know what that Wait, was about. What? Wait, what? <laughs> the cocaine? Was that him? The co- right, they were talking about, like, oh, my husband's in some shady shit, and then also... I thought that just because they're, like, rich and they do what they want, they just take some coke. 
on vacation. Oh, maybe. I thought, <laughs> maybe I'm reading too much into it. That was an extreme, though. <laughs> I thought he was, like, some underground drug dealer. Was that something. his or was that his friends? Or was that the other girls? You know, they never say. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad nothing's explained. <laughs> but there also is that underlying theme of, like, humiliation and stuff. And what is more humiliating than going back home and thinking that your husband's going to forget about this whole ordeal and then he breaks up with you and you mm-hmm. have nothing left? Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, like, okay, I get that Madonna needed to learn some humiliation, but the links uh, that this movie goes through <laughs> to make her learn humiliation is ridiculous. Yeah. It, and entirely unnecessary, I would say. <laughs> also, I thought at the end that she was going to have a moment either before when they saw the boat or after they got back, after they're saved. I thought she was going to have, like, a breakthrough moment where she looks at, at Pepe and she's like, what have you done to me? Like, oh. you know, I used to be, like, the shit. I was, like, the queen of my castle, and now I'm, like, begging at your feet. Like, nah, nah, son, Ooh. not about that life. But there was nothing like that. So there was, like, no development, except they developed a few kinks along the way. <laughs> oh, no. And then after, she kind of went back to, like, her rich high state. Yeah. Like, she wasn't really humble. It fit completely full circle. Which, in rom-coms, there isn't usually much development. The development lies in the characters' relationships. But because this one didn't end in her and Pepe getting together, there was... That didn't happen, but also no character development happened either. So, like, why did I waste my hour and a half watching this movie? (laughs) So dumb. Yeah. I don't get what the point of this movie was. I don't either. And that's it. Like, that's the movie. <laughs> we just learn a lot about Guy Ritchie, I think, is oh. is the point. Barking at each other. Begging. <laughs> humiliation. Yikes. Master slave. <laughs> Do you think Pepe is, like, a character that Guy Ritchie is, like, putting himself into? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the weird thing is, though, like, I don't listen to a lot of Madonna but I feel like she's seen as this kind of feminist icon because she's very, she empowers herself in her songs and when she's on stage, she wears what she wants and she's like, y'all don't let nobody tell you different, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like, why is she in this movie in the first place? Like, I know why Guy Ritchie wanted her in the movie, Cheap and Available, <laughs> but why did she agree to be in this movie? Like, I guess she's his wife, which is the only reason I can think of, to be honest. Uh-huh. Because Maybe it's a... she didn't know what's going to happen. Oh, no. He's oh, like, no. I want you to be in this movie. I'm directing it. It's going to be great. I'll give you the script after. <laughs> <laughs> after the movie. <laughs> I don't think they needed a script. It's just like, oh, now you beg. Or uh, now you do this. Oh, no. Now you're a dog. Bark. Oh, Bark. So that was our thoughts on the movie. I think... Now we're going to take to the internet and see what the people of IMDb thought of this movie, mm-hmm. um, which I'm so curious about. This is, oh my god, such a bad movie. I need to know what other people are thinking. And this is, one more fun fact, this is Madonna's last role in a movie. Oh. It is said to have killed her movie career, but I'm like, what movie career? She's What else was she in? I don't even know. Like, it didn't kill her career, because obviously she's still thriving as a <laughs> singer, so I don't think she really needed a movie career in the first place. But uh, apparently it did, so... Um, Yikes. <laughs> yep. So do you want to go IMDb? Do you want to go Letterbox? What are we feeling here? I'm really... These uh, IMDb reviews are quite long. Yeah. 
And I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious about it. Do you mind if we go IMDb first? Yeah, okay. Let's, okay. let's do it. The first review here is from user Pate72. Their tagline is, swept away by the awfulness. Ooh. Ooh, so smooth. I got goosebumps. <laughs> this was visually a very pretty movie. The color of the ocean was so blue, and the white sand beaches were so pristine. All in caps. <laughs> the cinematography and tableaus created were so breathtaking that the only pleasure one can derive from this mess is an appreciation of the beaches of Sardinia? Which I guess is where they filmed this. Okay. But all of that does not make up for the lack of plot or mischaracterizations of the protagonists. Madonna, who gets marooned on an island with macho Italian stereotypical guy, reminds me of a petulant teenager. She related to her husband and the Italian macho guy as a naughty teen would. No real depth of anything. The quote-unquote funny scenes were merely embarrassing. How could Guy Ritchie make something this bad? It doesn't make any sense after seeing Snatch and Lock Stock. He made Lockstock and Two yeah. Bears? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm. Oh, you saw that one? My parents good? love that movie. Oh. They've been trying to get me to watch it for years. <laughs> Damn. Guy Ritchie is very much a dad director. Every dad mm. in the world likes at least one of Guy Ritchie's movies. Hopefully not this Hopefully one. not this one. <laughs> it is stomach-churningly awful, people. I felt <laughs> queasy with the slow-motion fake tears chasing and the accompanying vertiginous oh, piano. Oh, my God. Damn, those are some big wow. words, my boy. <laughs> to waste on a movie like this. <laughs> ping, ping, ping. <laughs> oh, we got sound effects. Oh, is that in there? That's in there. <laughs> this film was a romp on the beach with adults acting like 13-year-olds, dominant submissives. Mm, true. Wow. <laughs> Madonna kissing Macho's foot after she submits to him, e.g. Uh, most of the island scenes between these two adults were... Filmed like a home movie with the light shining on a worn out looking Madonna. Look at me, see how buff and pretty I am. I can do push ups and dance dance, see how big my biceps are. Oh my god. <laughs> this was bad. Madonna doesn't act, she just plays herself. Just because she can cry on cue doesn't mean she's an actress. Ooh. Man, uh, Pate72 went off. <laughs> Did they give it like a, a number rating? No, they didn't rate it. Ooh, how many people found that one helpful? 56 out of 88. Oh, man. A lot more people watch this movie than should have. <laughs> I know. 88 people? Damn. Jeez. Um, the next review, um, that's, <laughs> the, the tagline is, <laughs> teats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Um, quotation, in quotation marks yeah. with a, an exclamation mark. Uh-huh. Teats. <laughs> Spe- spell that for me. T-E-E-T-S. Teats. Teats. Love it. By uh, Giorgio Boblink. <laughs> George Boblink. George Bobolink. That's, that, that's the triplet. George Bobolink. Rod Dow not get bigger. I'm not going to remember their names. <laughs> you know what? Let's just keep it as twins. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, their review is, holy mother of crap. This movie, <laughs> oh dear lot. <laughs> this is the most utterly horrible thing ever conceived by mortal minds. There is no point during the duration of this film that to continue watching it seems like a better alternative than cutting off one's own genitals with a rusty knife. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I mean, 
Sweet mother of mercy. What the <laughs> hell was anyone thinking when they were doing this? Madonna plays a wretched narcissist <laughs> who is in the single most unappealing character in the history of Synoda. Is this mere coincidence? All caps, question mark, question mark. <laughs> was Guy Ritchie delivering a thinly veiled cry for help? <laughs> Speaking of the poor sap, he seems convinced that Madonna resembles something other than... <laughs> He seems convinced that Madonna resembles something other than a giant raisin filled with antlers. Oh my god. <laughs> he also seems convinced of her acting talent, which makes most kindergarten Thanksgiving pageant uh, acting seem nuanced and insightful. Yikes! <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate every stupid frame this movie possesses. I hate how the movie seems to think Madonna plays a th sympathetic character. I hate how the male lead is a complete idiot through and through. I hate how the dialogue is trying to be a throwback to the 70s movies that had brains in their heads. <laughs> I hate the stupid musical number. I hate that the movie <laughs> never freaking ends. And then when it does, it's the lamest ending possible. <laughs> Seriously, this is one of the very few movies that would have benefited from an it's only a nightmare ending. At least that would have made sense in context instead of the sappy, trite, we're handed. Uh, there are three things, count them, <laughs> three good things about this entire movie. One, it puts Madonna in a lot of situations where she gets slapped. <laughs> oh man! Two, it ended Guy Ritchie's career. In, for Did the time being. Oh. <laughs> and three, I think it made me impotent. <laughs> <laughs> if the number three sounds like a bad thing to you, then you wouldn't understand. No man wants to bring a child into the world in which Swept Away exists. God oh, damn. Man. That's... A five out of eight found that helpful, by the way. He came for Guy Ritchie's life. He came for it. That's one of the hardest reviews. Usually they, these reviews, they say, like, a couple good things. They kind of, like, do a little bit of, like, a funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming hard for Ma not only Guy Ritchie, but Madonna. He's coming hard like the Duolingo owl comes for me when I don't practice my Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta oh, no. get that out. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Are we ready to go into Letterboxd after Let's all of that? do it. Short and sweet. Let's do it. Okay, I don't know if it can live up to the IMDb <laughs> reviews, but I have four super short letterbox reviews here. The first is by Simone, who gave it half a star out of five stars, and she says, I really love you, Guy Ritchie. I do. Dot, dot, dot. So let's just pretend like this didn't happen, okay? Yikes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next review is by Vuslat? Vuslat, who didn't rate it, but they said, I watched this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Our third review is by Jay McLachlan, McLaughlin? Jay McLaughlin, I'm gonna guess, 83, who gave it two stars out of five, and they say, not romantic, not a comedy, and barely a Guy Ritchie movie. Ooh, Yikes. short but succinct. This last one is by Henry18 Jacob, who also gave it half a star out of five. And Henry18 Jacob says, 
this isn't a Guy Ritchie film. 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 That's the review. Wait, whose film isn't it? I don't know. I think um, it's not a... A Guy, it's a guy, guy Ritchie? A guy, a guy, no, I don't think that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are our reviews. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> they went harder than we did. I know. Short but not so sweet, huh? Ooh. So that's what the internet uh, thought us swept away. I feel like... I feel like you generally know what we think of the movie overall, but uh, just in case, we're gonna get into our Goldblum uh, ratings, which, if you're new here, uh, we rate all the movies that we watch on a scale of bad movies, so one Goldblum out of a possible ten Goldblooms, that's Jeff Goldblum, by the way. <laughs> As if there's another Goldblum that we care about. Um, is, like, worst movie literally ever couldn't even finish it it was awful 10 out of 10 is like for a bad movie honestly not that bad yeah so katrina you're our guest here what did you think of this movie if you could rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 1 being the absolute worst 10 being pretty good probably a 2 out of 10 because i could finish it but just barely <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i felt bad yep <laughs> ashley yeah, like, one, two, uh, I was gonna push to two, but I'm gonna keep it at one. Okay. <laughs> I hated this movie. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad this week. Sometimes they're not bad. This one, a real, a real shitter. Mm-hmm. Is, is bad. I'm gonna, I, I, am I breaking the scale for the first time, or did we do this with the kissing booth? I'm just gonna go ahead and give it a zero. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was not... It was not good. When I saw the uh, either IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes rating for the first time, that 5% whatever it got, I was like, ooh, yikes, that's a little harsh. No, that's about right. I get it. <laughs> like, I it deserves it. <laughs> it deserves it. If you guys have seen this movie and um, you have thoughts on it, so sorry for you, first of all. Uh, second of all, you can tell us all of your thoughts or you could give us other bad movies to watch. We're on Twitter. And we're on Letterboxd, both at BMS Podcast, and we also have a Gmail. It's badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com. So um, if you want us to foot the bill for your hospital fees after you drank yourself to death, don't email us. (laughs) (laughs) Katrina, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Check out my Instagram, kjc.77. Some wholesome content. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike this movie. KJC, that's so, it's like RDJ, JGL. (laughs) You're like, you could be the the triplet in uh, (laughs) Ashley's campaign. (laughs) There's too many family members. There's too many. I forgot, what are their names? One last time. One last time for the good people. We got my man, (laughs) (laughs) Radauju, and his loving brother, uh, (laughs) Jagorle. this episode and feel free to use those names for your children for your D <laughs> campaign for your dog anything and uh we'll see you next next week